Hello. Can you believe it? We're finally here. Welcome to Cosmic Conversations. I'm so happy you're here. This has been a long time coming. I'm your host, Brianna Mystic. If you're new here, I hope you are ready for a ride. We are going to be talking all the things cosmic, from channeling interdimensional beings to heartbreak, weight struggles, psychedelics, and really everything in between. My healing journey, my interdimensional journey, we are going to get deep, we're gonna keep it light, and we're gonna be all the things here. This is a really big thing, is like, I really want you to feel comfortable and confident being all the things that you really are. And I'm here to inspire you to do the same and also guide you. I believe that everything is cosmic if you choose to see it from a higher perspective and if you get to see it that way. I'm here to be your bestie. I'm also here to be your guide. I'm here to help. So really here to help like you figure out who your truest essence really is, just uncovering things that are holding you back and letting things go so that you can literally live the most epic life ever and truly be happy and lit up from the inside out. And if you're here, you are pretty much guaranteed to be awesome. So I'm so happy you're here and pat yourself on the back because you're amazing. We're obviously soul family. So for this first episode, I thought it would be fun for me to really just share my journey. There has been so many significant moments in my life and also lots of years of small changes and I've shared bits and pieces of it all over the internet but there's never been a place where I really just give you the lowdown and let you know where I came from and where I am now you know and all the things in between and help you feel not alone if you see me and feel me in any of these things I feel like what we really need as a species is really deep connection and so a lot of the reason that I share my experiences is so that you don't feel alone is that you see yourself in me because we are all just mirrors all the time for each other. It's been a hell of a ride. And I'm finally so excited to start sharing more real time and supporting you in a longer form way. I have died and been reborn so many times. I feel like I've literally lived multiple lifetimes inside of this one, like multiple iterations of self. I think we kind of all are like that. And not to mention, now remembering parts of other lifetimes that weren't even on earth. There's a lot going on, you know? My goal is for you to really see yourself in me and know that everything that you go through in your life is just another piece of your evolution. When you start to see all of the experiences that you go through as just parts of the story, as parts of the journey, as part of your evolution of being, it gets a lot easier to just get through the challenges because there will always be challenges but it gets easier if you just do it for the plot, right? So let's get started from childhood. When I was little, I was raised Christian, going to church, going to Bible camp, going to Christian school. And I was really connected spiritually like to angels. I was super spunky, really outgoing, playful, optimistic. I loved my friends um, and I also loved cheer. I did competitive cheer from third grade or second grade, whatever, all the way through high school. I loved cheer. I loved the energy. I loved the friends. I loved the competition. I loved the athleticism of it. 
I love the teamwork um, while still getting cute and being able to like dress up. I, I really loved it. My life for a while was eat, sleep, cheer, go again. I love tumbling. In elementary school, I was kind of going between a Christian private school and also homeschooled. Middle school started and I really wanted to go to a public school in my area because I wanted to be with more friends. And at this time, like I had a lot of church friends who lived in my area. So I would already have friends going into regular school, which I know it's like hard for people to make friends sometimes. And I'm just really lucky that I already had a whole community in my area. So the only thing was like, in middle school, things really shifted, right? Because I went from going and being this sheltered girly to going to public school where people were cussing, like little kids were saying bad words and not everyone was very nice all the time. And like, I wasn't really bullied and definitely not in a major way, but the energy of the kids was very, very different from anything that I had known. It was very interesting. And so in seventh grade, around like when I was 12, I really like couldn't focus at school and I ended up getting put on Adderall. Adderall along with a cocktail of different medications from mood stabilizers to antidepressants. Really, I think I was just a hormonal teenager, but whatever. I got on birth control when I was in eighth grade because of cramps and I actually got really bitchy. I got very thin and I really got super spiritually closed off. I started rebelling a lot. Like it was wild. I was a wild child hanging with the bad kids, getting into some trouble. But I was like always, I was always like the good bad kid. You know, like I was always got really good grades. My teachers always loved me, but I was always hanging out with kids that people were like guilty by association, you know? Anyways, it was a really interesting time in my life to say the least. And I really can't help but think about how much those meds had affected me. And I just had no idea and neither did my parents. They just wanted me to feel better. And on another level, I started to get like really bad stomach pains. They like said I maybe had ulcers and that's kind of when I got into nutrition already. I was literally 12 being on a gluten-free diet. Like back in 07, no one was gluten-free. It was not cool to be gluten-free, but I would eat something and I would be crying laying on the floor because I was in so much pain. And I say this now because my gut health has an extremely important role to play in my whole journey. Fast forward, we get to high school and I'm still wild. I'm still partying. I'm still having fun. Again, always did well in school. So you can't say nothing, you know. I was still doing cheer and like I would not go to class because I was so tired from cheer the night before. My competitive team was all the way in San Diego. So it was like an hour drive three or four times a week. My mom would drive me. She was amazing. Even from then, I was obsessed with food, being thin and looking good, even like tanning. And it was really disordered, for sure disordered. Like I would try these crazy cleanses and stuff. So let's say junior year, I really kicked my ass into gear. Again, I'm, I'm on Adderall this whole time. I really wanted to go to a really good college right out of high school. And so I kind of like became a little bit more hermit-like, started doing AP classes so I could get my GPA like above a 4.0, get it really high. I was studying a lot. And then I met a guy who would be my boyfriend for a long time. And he took me out of this crazy rigid routine I had gotten myself into no hate on that. And then one night I was super stressed. I had finals the day before. I hadn't eaten much at all. I was like dehydrated because I was always dehydrated back then, you know. 
and I had finals the next day. My SAT was that weekend. I had a full-on seizure for the first time in my life. Full-on, on-the-floor seizure. Paramedics come. Ambulance is here. So I ended up not being able to finish that semester. I didn't take my final. I didn't take my SAT. I was in and out of the doctor so much because they couldn't really figure it out. I was put on epilepsy medication that I'm still on. It's, it's safe to say like my entire life was completely turned upside down and going straight to that college right out of high school was off the table. Like that event changed my timeline so much. I also forgot I was also put on Ambien for sleep. Why does a child in high school need to be on Ambien? I don't know, but I wasn't sleeping and, you know, young kids need to sleep. There was a lot of beauty in this interrupt though, let me tell you. I really started to question reality. I started to get curious about philosophy, about quantum physics, about the brain and the mind and consciousness and expanding your consciousness and cannabis and astrology. And I I started trying out CBD for my epilepsy. It was like, my whole world was expanding so much. And I wasn't so focused and rigid on this curriculum they were teaching me at school. And so I'm so grateful for that. Ended up going and starting college at my community college in my area. I was going to go to another college after doing cognitive science, super cool major. I was like going to do marketing before. A couple years into community college, I was introduced to e-commerce again from another relationship. (laughs) And I started my own jewelry company with my partner at the time. We were doing stuff on Instagram. We were selling ads on Instagram, like not actual Instagram ads. This is like before Instagram even had ads. (laughs) like we were paying profiles $30 to post us and then we would get orders. Soon enough, we actually ended up getting an investor. At this point, I either, I had to make a choice, either drop at a college to pursue this because my investor was serious and just be really serious about the business or say no to the money and continue to school. Obviously I said, let's do this business. I can always go back to school later. This is pretty like once in a lifetime it was feeling like, so let's do it. These next couple of years were filled with the highest of highs and the lowest of lows that I was available to at the time. Now I've experienced much higher highs. So I was working my ass off in this business, like round the clock. We had an office, we had a team, it was growing, it was really amazing. However, my relationship with myself was awful. It was the worst it has ever been in my life. My personal relationship was getting kind of toxic, like There was so much good there, but there was also a lot of pain that went on inside of the relationship. And I really started to hate myself. And I was always trying to be something that I wasn't. It was this work hard, play hard lifestyle. I was over exercising, under eating. Like I remember this one time I injected myself with a hormone every day. I didn't tell anyone. Like I can't believe I'm sharing this right now. Like I don't even think my mom knows. And I would eat like 500 calories a day. Meanwhile, I'm like 100 pounds. Again, I'm still on Adderall on ambient, birth control, epilepsy meds, all these medications, not to mention I'm partying, I'm going to festivals, going to Vegas, having like the best time ever. Like it was a very chaotic time. Like I said, really highs, highs, really euphoric feelings, but also very chaotic. Looking back, I actually don't really think I had that much of a sense of identity, like a real strong sense of identity. My only identity was based on how well I performed and how I looked. And so I was really trying to control those things. Also, my relationship was very important. So one day, another plot twist, I'm minding my own business. 
And of course, there's lots of things that lead up to every event in your life. But one day I wake up and I get kicked out of my own company. And then I find out things about my relationship that put my whole rocker on rocks. Let's just say I have another identity crisis. And everything that I thought made me me suddenly just crumbled. I spent all these years building this business and building this life and it just got ripped away from me in a second. And now who am I? I'm nothing. So I kind of had an identity crisis and a real spiritual awakening. That was like my first shake uh, spiritually, right? I'm like, who am I? I need to learn to love myself because I literally hate myself. Like I hate it so much. Like I know that I'm worthy of more. I know that I'm something amazing underneath all of this, right? So I started going to yoga. I started listening to affirmations. I started healing my heart. And I was so broken on the inside. But like, I really don't want to talk to anyone about it because I had so much pride that I didn't want people to know I was struggling, which is just so crazy. And so I ended up, I started to be kinder to myself. I stopped over-exercising and just being a little bit more, you know, better with my exercise. I got stronger. I connected more to my purpose and my relationship improved. Then I really realized that I had this purpose of wanting to help people in some way, like health related, just help people heal. So I started this company called BioVel. This changed my life. It was a CBD brand inspired by my epilepsy and also my love for health and natural wellness. This was the perfect timing from a business perspective. CBD was a really new product and people were really interested in it. And so the company blew up really fast over Instagram again. And it was like kind of crazy. I had a smaller partner this time and yeah, it blew up really fast. It was featured in Shape Magazine. We were sort of Urban Outfitters. We were in like 50 stores really fast. All the dispensaries in my area featured in USA Today, like really wild stuff. And I really didn't expect it to happen so quickly. It was amazing, right? Fortunately, you know, I went through a lot more personal issues at the time and I was just not like strong enough. And I didn't, I didn't believe I was strong enough to scale it properly at the time. And my soul started to weaken and get more exhausted as it was growing, but I was just really just doing my best to upkeep. Around this time too, I went on a trip and I found how much I love to actually travel and explore and how there was, how there was more to life than just working 24-7. I swear, the Adderall slash Vyvanse, I was like on Vyvanse. I would go back and forth. I swear it made like hustle my entire personality trait. And I was just constantly, my adrenals were freaking shot. I was exhausted. I was working. And so this ended up being like another really weird, dark, low period. I was burnt out. I was in survival mode. I was struggling emotionally. And again, didn't really have people to talk to. Like I'm sure I did. I was just scared to admit that I wasn't perfect. I know, sounds crazy. I was just, I was really doing my best, but I was exhausted. I ended up starting to hang out with people that I, I didn't really feel like understood me. And it just didn't really feel right in my heart. But like, I didn't even know how to express that. I didn't even know what I needed. And so I was just like really lost again. And I was kind of just like numbing a lot. And then I realized one day that like I needed to do something. Like I, I wasn't going to live my life like this. Like this is not my way to live. 
I know what it feels like to feel really good inside. So I'm going to go find myself again. So I do some research and I find a heroic dose of mushrooms. And I just knew that this would help me a lot. I'm willing to go and get dirty, but like I knew this was going to help. And I had done mushrooms before, like in a microdose or even going out like at a Coachella. Sorry. (laughs) But this was the first time I ever did them really ceremonially. And wow, I saw the universe from an entirely different perspective. I had a full on ego death. I was fully realizing that I was the problem in my life, not everyone else. I realized how much of trust issues I had. I think that was bad grammar, but whatever. I had the worst trust issues. I had the worst fear of just opening up and being vulnerable with anyone. And so I was just fully attracting those mirrors every day, all the time in my life, wondering, why do I feel alone? Well, it's like, literally, girl, you're not being open. Like, you can't expect people to be open if you're not being open. And so I'd realized how much I'd hardened my heart, like been through a lot relationally and just like a lot of fucking pain that, you know, we had to get ourselves through. The coolest part from that was, if I'm the problem, I'm the solution. And this was just gold for me. I stopped hanging out with people that really didn't feel aligned anymore. It was nothing negative. It's just, they didn't bring out the best in me at the time. And I really started to focus on building myself, building my life, building brands on the side, starting random product businesses, you know, prioritizing my truth, prioritizing my health, doing Amazon products, cannabis brands, like a lot of things I started to build and create and do from my heart. So we're in this good place. And then one of my really close friends passes away very suddenly. And I was there. And that really messed with my head. That's a whole story for another day. But basically what I realized through that was just how tomorrow is never promised, how precious life really is. So go and live your life and go and live your truth. You can create any reality you want. It's just up to you, whatever you want to do. And so soon after that, I fell in love and life got more beautiful. I attracted more abundance into my life. I really started traveling even more. I was enjoying my life more. And then COVID hit. Like life just changed, obviously, right? Hello, life changed for everyone. And I remember I did this 21 days of abundance challenge where like you do the challenge, but then you lead your own group of it. And first off, this was the first time I even learned about what my inner child was or how I could heal it. And I had no idea what shadow work was and going back into your memories and healing these old wounds. Like I I didn't even know what shadow work was. I don't think though I, I was even ever strong enough prior to go there. Like I just think that I needed to build myself. I was kind of toxically positive for a few years because it was like the only way I could get through the days. And so during COVID, I felt like more safe to really reevaluate everything. And I mean everything. Like, what do I really want to do? Why am I not doing it yet? What makes me really happy? Who am I underneath all of this stuff? I kind of got a little bit materialistic. What are my fears? Again, nothing wrong with that. I'm still pretty materialistic, but just not like, it's not my personality trait. I just like nice things. What are my fears? Is it judgment? Is it success? Like, All of these things started to come to the surface that I had never seen before. And like, again, we're just scratching the surface. This is during COVID times. It's been three years. So 
it was really powerful. And this was also the same time when I realized how much I wanted to support other people, not just by giving them a product. So this was really new for me. I loved holding the group space. I loved bringing people through these meditations and stuff. I awakened to that part of me that realized I was hiding behind products a lot. And there's nothing wrong with that. I actually still see products in my future. It's just, uh, and in my current world, it's just that there's just so much more to that, right? Oh my God. So then uh, I became awakened to like some really darkness that was going on in the world. Seeing just the kind of messed up stuff that happens in this world really sent me into a spiral. Like I was not okay. I ended up stumbling across this book called The Law of One. And just like the concept of duality in general, what even duality is, and then how, you know, transcending duality into unity and into oneness is beautiful and how, you know, we separate from source just to be reintegrated. Anyways, that's a whole episode. I had to open myself up to see that broader perspective. What I didn't realize was going to happen was that this would open me up to like a lot of multidimensional information, just like different types of energies and whatnot. So around this time, I started to microdose a bit more intentionally. And I had, again, I had done this in the past, but not really intentionally on a protocol. So I went through a another important mushroom ceremony. I really needed it because I actually had a lot of guilt about this death that definitely was not mine. But um, I go into this mushroom ceremony. I cleared a lot of that guilt. I got to see it all from a whole new perspective. And I vowed to get off of my Adderall, like for good. So I was off of Adderall, but I was microdosing. And this <laughs> triggered another an identity crisis, right? Who am I without being on literal crack every day? (laughs) Like I'm not just this get up and get shit done every single day. Like that's not me all the time. And woo, that was a lot. However, microdosing, it helped me see so much of my own power. And it gave me so much compassion for myself, for my creativity, the creativity that I thought I didn't even have. I thought I wasn't creative my whole life growing up. And like Adderall dims your creativity. And if you are always praised for being academically smart or good at math, like you're probably not going to be thinking about how good you are at art class, you know? And I just always associated like creativity with like just, you know, drawing or painting or something. That wasn't really my thing. And so what I realized though, by getting off the Adderall and microdosing very intentionally on a protocol, I got to see my uniqueness. I got to see where I was like really magical. And I wasn't such a bitch. (laughs) Like, I was actually so loving and kind all the time. Like, of course, I still have my moments, but like, Adderall really does something to you. You know, it's definitely called Matterall (laughs) for a reason. It showed me, though, that like, I wasn't just a hustler. I had so much heart. I had so much soul. And I had a lot of access to other realms. I swear, Adderall cuts you off from your connection to source. Like, a year ago, I actually tried a little tiny bit of Adderall, like five milligrams. And my channel was like closed for three or four days. It was wild. Who even knows how tapped in I could have been like my whole life if I wasn't on crack for 12 years? (laughs) Anyways, I ended up gaining some weight from getting off of the meds, but now we needed to work on our body image. 
because I was microdosing, I swear, I had tried to get off of Adderall many times in the past, but then I would like eat more and then I would get really down on myself because I wasn't getting as much work done. And so then I would get back on it. And because I was microdosing, I just felt so much more compassion for myself that I had never felt before. I was like, you know what? I think that the mushrooms are going to help me. I think they were talking to me or my guides were talking to me. And they were like, you need to do another ceremony to work through your body image. And so again, another podcast, we can talk about that. But slowly but surely, I really was able to work through my body image. And I did gain weight and that's okay. I ended up slowly losing a lot of it, uh, releasing a lot of it. And at the same time, I really started to build trust in myself. This trust that was in my actual being, not just like in my ability to get things done and my ability to be smart, like if you will. So then I started to run some group programs. I started working with clients for microdosing and healing for personal growth and finding yourself. And it was really amazing. And then I went to Sedona. So I went to Sedona for the first time. And this is when things actually started to get weird. One night in Sedona, it was like the final night, completely sober. I wanted to go outside and I want to see the stars. I sat in this hammock. I went outside by myself and the stars were so beautiful. It was so thick. Like you could see the whole Milky Way, okay? So I'm looking up at the stars and without me doing this, I'm telling you, I swear, my eyes moved to seeing the star cluster. Then immediately after that, I got beamed in the face <laughs> with this star cluster. They were like, Voo. It went through my ears, it went through my whole body, and it was like an electric shock, but not painful. And it was like, you are safe, you are protected, and we are here. And I'm like, what? I look down and I'm like, what the fuck was that, you know? And so then I'm like, okay, well, I want to look at the stars again. Like, I'm leaving tomorrow. So I'm like, I'm going to look back up, but I'm not going to look at that cluster. I open my eyes and I look back up at the stars. I'm looking at a different area of the sky. Lo and behold... I'm looking up and my eyes move again to that same cluster and I get zapped in the face. You are safe. You're protective. And we are here. My whole body started vibrating. It was hot. I was vibrating. And the whole night, like Sedona, it was freezing cold. This was October. I I was tripping out. I was so scared. I went back into our hotel room. I went to bed. I had to leave in the morning, but I was like tripped out. But I felt safe at the same time because they did tell me I was safe. I was not expecting this. Prior to anything sky alien, you know, was like, yeah, sure, I'm sure they exist, but I'm not really interested in learning about it or going there because that that's a whole nother thing, right? And I was like, dude, I got enough. I got enough going on. I don't need to go there. They had other plans. So I get home. I wanted to know if I could find that star cluster because it seemed really important for me to know what that was. Lo and behold, it was actually extremely easy to find because I could tell what it looked like. And it was the Pleiades star cluster. Again, I didn't know what this was. So then I look it up again a little bit more. And I start to realize that there's a ton of information on the Pleiadians, like that they're like a, you could say race or species of interdimensional beings. And I'm like, what? I was just beyond myself. And then you know how like life goes is things are very synchronistic. I feel like that's kind of how things start to work, especially when you get into the flow of source, like everything just like happens like, you know. So I started to see all kinds of much more higher dimensional information and I started to connect to these beings in meditation. And it was like really weird. And I was kind of in denial about it because I was just like, there's no way. But I was also super intrigued. So I was just like, I don't know, what do I even do now? 
I enter a new relationship and it was really great. Like, because he was very, very, or he is <laughs> hi. So he's very, very spiritual, very open. And he helped me like not be so afraid of the things that I was learning about and opening up to. And yeah, thank God. Love you. <laughs> I know you're listening. So grateful for that and for him and just for this piece of my journey, not feeling so afraid. I dove deep headfirst. And this time I really was like being called to heal even more. And I was healing. I was learning. I was following my curiosity. I was going on multiple retreats with plant medicine, without plant medicine sometimes for healing, for expanding my heart, my soul. I started working with people to integrate my whole life, you know, my my childhood. Basically, the Pleiadians told me that they wanted me to reprogram my heart for myself and then for the world. Soon after this, I saw somebody speaking light language on TikTok and I was like, whoa, I just felt something in my soul that felt like super resonant. So I started listening to a lot of music that had light language in it. And I was like, I think I'm going to do that one day. Like, I don't know why. I just feel like I am. Fast forward, I'm hosting a retreat in Tulum and we had a medicine ceremony. I was one of the guardians, so I wasn't like a shaman, but I was supporting. My intention was if there's anyone that needs a message, let it come through me. Because I know that I'm like a messenger of sorts, okay? About 20 minutes in, all of a sudden, I started channeling light language for like four hours straight. And I was like, what? It was really amazing too. Like some of the girls, I would go up to each girl and I would speak light language into their ear. And when they're going through something, I'm, you know, oh my God, I didn't even know if you were a human. I thought you were an angel. And I could feel it felt like absolutely magical love. The highest frequency energy is just channeling through me. Like it was really special. After that, I couldn't even think in English for like a week. I, all I could hear was light language and I'm like, what the heck? (laughs) But I was really excited, but I was really confused. I started looking more into this, more activations, more experiences started to kind of take place. Basically the frequency just became more and more and more active, but I just didn't really know how to handle it or what to do with it. Cause again, I didn't really know anyone else doing this I think I still had this thing. I didn't really want to ask you for help. I kind of just put that on pause because I was just uncomfortable with it. I was kind of in denial, especially about being public about it. I knew that I could help clients using this, but I was, I was just not going to go there. Back to my digestion. It's still messed up. And I could not digest food. My stomach hurt all the time. TMI, but I was constipated a lot. My stomach always freaking hurt. Always. It was so frustrating. No matter what I did, no matter what I ate, my stomach felt like it was always hurting. In one of my plant medicine ceremonies, I learned that most of my stomach problems, all they were, were just undigested emotions. That's it. Then serendipitously, I got introduced to somatic breathwork. It's a specific kind of breathwork that's designed to release stress and trauma from your body and then like fill you back up with your soul and with love and with gratitude. This freaking changed my life and my digestion forever. I swear. Like, of course, I was doing a very holistic approach to everything. But after doing and then being certified in somatic breath work to facilitate it, my digestion got so much better. And I realized how many emotions I had stored in my gut. It was very interesting. So now when I have stomach things, I'm also uh, intolerant to wheat But also I realized that when I have a stomach weird feeling, it's because I need to have a conversation with someone or there's something going on that I'm not addressing. And so I have to ask myself what that is. So not let myself bypass it, if you will. 
So that was like huge. Once you have a new awareness, it makes your life so much easier because then you can move in the world differently. It's amazing. Like, but if you don't know, you don't know. And so that's why I think it's so special about like illuminating different shadow aspects or just learning new things is because the more you know, the more you can do about it. When you're in the dark, you feel helpless and it doesn't have to be that way. So I go and I do a past life regression. And in the past life regression, not only did I remember a past life on earth where I got burned, which was pretty tragic, but I also remembered multiple lifetimes off of the planet, (laughs) like not on earth. There we go again. Open me right back up to all of this interdimensional stuff. Like, I can't deny this. I don't even know what the heck I just saw, but I just saw something that I cannot ever unsee or unfeel. If you know, you know, like those feelings, you know what they feel like. Like you were there. You actually experienced that. And it's, it's really wild. Again, these are stories for another day, but now I'm, I'm forced again. I'm forced again to open myself up to this. I'm having, I had another crazy Pleiadian awakening and they're telling me you have to share messages. And I'm like, oh my God, stop. (laughs) I don't want to. And, um, I was just so nervous that people would think I was crazy. And I'm, I'm past that clearly now because here we are. I'm like, you want me to share that I'm working with interdimensional beings and I'm speaking a language from the stars. Like, come on. You know, like I've worked really hard to build a life and I think that I'm trusted by people. And so I just don't want to come off as this kooky, crazy person because I know I'm not. But deep down, I kind of still thought I was a little crazy. Like I knew I wasn't, I know in my bones, I knew in my bones that I wasn't crazy, but like my head just could not wrap itself around this. This is just like not normal information. Then what was, what was really validating was I would look something up that I had experienced And then it would validate it. And I wouldn't even put like interdimensional meaning or alien or anything, but it would just pop up on freaking Google, like the exact thing. I did not expect any of this. Let me tell you, my healing journey that felt like it was an absolute necessity turned into something completely different. Once I got through a lot of the trauma and got off of my meds, really. Once I got through a lot of that and a lot of the human stuff is when the multidimensional information started to come through way more. The human is first. Always go with your human first. Most of my trauma or like all of my trauma, I would say is like on the more quote minor side, you know, and I I don't even know why I'm saying that, but whatever. I said it for a reason. Uh, I actually used to have shame around the fact I didn't have a really bad upbringing, but like I still wanted to help people. My parents were married until I was in high school. You know, everyone deals with their slew of things, but I would always downplay my issues. I always thought that they weren't that bad. And nevertheless, like, again, I don't know if that was bad grammar, but they affected me still so much. And the more that I healed and I looked at what really was going on and didn't bypass my experiences as too small or not that, not that bad. Once I just started treating them with love, I, I really realized how much more I could actually heal and how much more vibrant I was becoming. Anyways, this finally leads me to going to Costa Rica. So I really started sharing a lot on TikTok prior to this, posting a lot and making friends online through the retreats that I was going on and the groups I was in and the groups I was hosting. So when I went to Costa Rica, February of 2023, I connected some really amazing people. And some of them also channel light language and to connect to other realms as well. This was so comforting. 
because I didn't feel so freaking weird anymore. I had people that also spoke weird language. You know, I had people that also had the Pleiadians talking to them or other kinds of beings. It was like, oh, okay, I feel more safe to be. And the people that are in my life that weren't from this trip, no one ever shamed me for it. It was more just like, I felt weird about it. You know, I felt more weird. Like my boyfriend was like, I love this for you. You're opening yourself up to this. My, all my friends were all into it, but like they weren't doing it. So it made me really uncomfortable. Now I feel amazing. Now I feel so inspired and empowered and I'm loving it. And I'm using light language with clients. I've gone on more spiritual trips for facilitating healing. I've done breath work in ceremonies. I have more coming up. I have more clients in spiritual work, not just for coaching and for microdosing. Speaking of my microdosing course just launched. So there's a launch discount. You can use the code launch 50. I will put that in the show notes. It's really just microdosing 101. I've gotten so many questions about microdosing over the years, and this is just a nice place where it gives you all the info. And I also have a free cheat sheet that you can just download, but the course goes much more into depth and it's more interactive. A little plug, (laughs) go get that right now. It'll probably be on the launch discount for another like week or two. Finally, what's funny is what I have learned from all of this, (laughs) my human design incarnation cross. So I'm also all into astrology and human design, but we didn't even get there. So, so I'm the Phoenix, this sleeping Phoenix, they say. And basically I rise from the ashes over and over and over and over again, only to come up more lit up and more alive on the other side each time. That's my life's theme. And then I share this magical juice. I'm here to share my experiences. I'm here to go through a lot of stuff. I'm also a four six um, in human design. So if you know what that is, the six is the role model. And for the first 30 years of your life, you're doing a lot of trial and error. And so here we are to share the wisdom and the higher perspective from them and help you remember who you really are and fall in love with your life and your truest essence and awaken to who you really are. Like now I've activated multiple people's light language for themselves. Maybe this isn't for every single person on the planet, but when you activate that, it is just like ridiculously life-changing. It's it's really crazy. This podcast has been extremely long overdue, but it's all in perfect timing. I actually just moved. And again, this is a whole topic for another day. And this is the first thing that I'm recording in my new place. I had a few client sessions or four client sessions this week, but this is the first thing I'm recording here. And it feels so good. This brand new energy for this brand new baby that's being birthed into the world. If there's anything that you would like me to elaborate more on, any guests you want me to have on, questions, topics you want me to speak on, I would absolutely love to hear from you. This podcast is called Cosmic Conversations because it's a conversation between you and me. Yes, I'm gonna have guests on, but most importantly, it's for us. It's you and me, baby. (laughs) Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Also, if you've just gotten this far, please send me a DM and tell me how you felt about it, what what it brought up in you. We're just a team now. If you wanna work together, (laughs) shoot me a DM. Again, my microdosing course just launched. Using the code LAUNCH50, you literally get 50% off. This is just the tip of the iceberg, baby. I'm already going through a lot more changes right now. So stay tuned. I love you. You are magical. You are a multidimensional divine being with so much light for this world. And you know how you become the most amazing version of yourself is by you being the happiest. I'm going to leave you with that. I love you 100 million times. I will see you 
in the next episode. Bye.